What's up, guys? You're tuned into the Scandal After Buzz TV After Show. This is Season 5, Episode 16, The Miseducation of Susan Ross. Let's go live. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, guys. This is your Gladiator Nation fan. I was trying to say something creative. I can't even think that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we are here. I am Emil Innes Jr., joined by my fellow gladiators. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. And I'm Bam Erickson. What happened to the music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are, where are music at? Dang. Where are music? Oh, there we go. And while that's playing, you see Sophia's not here. She is celebrating her birthday out of town. So send her some love. We miss you, Sophia. Um, but let's go ahead and break down this episode. Um, oh, we get light flicker now? Okay. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and start with the debate. Remember last week we ended with the start of the debate, and now we actually go into the debate. Um, so we have... Um, okay. You want to see something funny? Every time Hollis speaks, sometimes instead of writing Doyle, I put Trump. No, I, I put Hollis Doyle to Donald Trump. I put Trump said we don't need the murderers and the thugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's what he, he, he said. He didn't say that, though. Okay. Um, so, anyway, with this debate, we had uh, Hollis Doyle, we had Susan Ross, and we had Melly. Um, it's really interesting change of pace the way they started the episode because it was just refreshing to see them out of their normal elements like a completely different set like I enjoyed it so we have um, Susan who is freezing up and I put WTF Susan what is wrong with you um, Hollis attacked Melly's marriage um, he said take your pick for one of these Bettys if you want somebody who just is going to do handshakes and smile um, he talked about Olivia running the campaign and then they went to break the thing that bothered me with that, though, is you remember after they went to break, because Susan cut her off and said, you know, we'll do it after. They didn't address it when they came back. You Not Susan, but you mean... Uh, uh, Sally. Yeah. But she never she never got to address it, which kind of... That's how it usually goes. Yeah. You know, yeah. One, if you don't get it in when it's time to get it in, then you missed your, your remark. Very true. But uh, Melly was in the middle of trying to speak, and um, Sally actually cut her off. Yeah. So. And that's the thing, like... Uh, <laughs> Do you think in that moment she could have been a little more serving to still try to push through and talk? Or would that not have... You can try, but then you risk seeing being viewed as a certain a type of True. candidate. It's all a game. Yeah. It's all a game, and it's all about the impression you make and how people view you. So if Melly would have pushed, 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 then they'd be like, she's too aggressive. And, she fell back. She's yeah. too soft. And um, And Sally, obviously, is favoring... Other someone other than yeah. than, than Mel. yeah she's definitely not neutral in this situation. <clears throat> Before we continue, did you guys um enjoy the episode? What do we think? It was entertaining. I was entertained at certain points of the the you know the show when they things happen and certain people are in the same room together. I get a little uh, disgusted. Oh my but gosh! I'm gonna assume you're talking about uh, Lizzie Bear and David, not Fitz and <laughs> Olivia. What about you, Bam? Um. <laughs> This is a, a reason why I choose not to 
watch um, the previews, which I think next week's preview was really stupid. But anyway, um, oh my god, <laughs> I can't. I was expecting, I was like expecting it to like really go down in this debate, and the debate was only you know two minutes. And then after that, the episode slow, uh, it just from there just started to get slower and slower and slower and slower. And I thought the episode would have been this high, fast paced thing because we're forced to watch these stupid previews for next week where they hype it all up where it's about to be something else. And then it's not and it's not what it is. You know, I kind of wouldn't have minded if the episode made the debate in the show long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was going to be the whole episode. Minutes, yeah, yeah. Like them actually debating. Because they I could have, have I think they could have done it where they had the debate as the main focus and then showed other stories outside that, like weave them in and how it parallels. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did that a little bit because remember during the commercial break, uh, Fitz called Susan. That was the first thing. He said, you only need that one moment, that one punch, which a little inspirational moment. Mm-hmm. Anybody in life, that's that's really that's really all you need. You just need that one moment. Continue. It's true. It's true. Um, the whole thing with Susan which part? Her speech? Her speech. That was very nice speech, I enjoyed man. her speech. It was, it was a cute speech. Cornelia was applauding. That was good. It was a good speech, but one speech should not determine you being the winner because she ain't said shit the whole entire time and she was freezing But we up. only saw a portion, so that could have been the moment where she hit her stride once she got yeah, out of it. Yeah, some but people she, went but, and don't say nothing at all. Let's talk. Let's take it to real, real debate. You ahead. can talk a bunch of BS and win the debate. And win. Yeah, but... She had at least three opportunities that I can recall, two or three opportunities where she was asked a question and she only answered yes or no. You, but you did, she didn't win that. Fuck I get that, but she I will it. say, I will say you have to think about the public mm-hmm. and what resonates with the public and what people will be talking I about next day. But that determines the that the, the public is who's voting though. Yeah, but that's and that's who determines what wins the debate. So well, that you moment, tell that to everybody voting for right? a certain candidate exactly. who ain't shit. Exactly. No, no, no. Well, I, I get what you, when you're talking about the real life situation, um, that's a little bit different only because Susan, she... Given that one speech, you still don't under you still don't know her views on certain questions because when she was asked certain things, she said yes. But that's what I'm saying. I no. honestly think I honestly think because we literally only saw a snippet. Y'all know how long debates actually go. We saw yeah. a snippet. Mm-hmm. I think after that moment, she really got into it, and there must have been something where that moment put. You know how it is, like mm-hmm. when you're struggling, mm-hmm. when certain singers are struggling on stage, when the rest of the group is fine, and then that singer struggling. Then once they get past that moment, then they're like, oh, I'm good now. I feel like I'm yeah, part of the group. Get, get, you catch a win. You get, you what are y'all talking step. about? I, I don't know who to be. I, I, no I wasn't talking about nobody specific. And okay. if I was, I'll say it offline. But ah! what, <laughs> I'm just saying, so she was she was lacking. She was struggling. I just felt like she had to get in her moment. And if y'all know who I'm talking about, don't tweet me because I don't need nobody coming after me. Um, I don't know. You tweet don't me know, and yeah. tell me who he talking about. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I put Liz shut the hell up. How you going to be mad at David? Shut up. Because... <laughs> 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 I just can't wrap my brain around the fact that she's mad when she was manipulating the whole situation from the start. Like, she wasn't the side chick. But again, that just... That goes to show... No, let, let me tell let me let me say something else. The fact that Susan was this hurt and upset because of what went down with her and David, I understand that. And it threw her off of her game and it knocked her wind it knocked the wind out of her to the fact that to the point where she couldn't focus most of the time. Now, she doesn't know that the side chick was Lizzie Bear. Wait till she find that exactly. out. Exactly. So now when she finds out, are we going to do this again? 
are we going to have this song and dance, blah, 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 or I'll save a prefer- my, uh, prediction that I have. She will find out about Lizzie Beer, and then someone else will step up and officially be the unofficial campaign manager. But it's going to knock the win out of her again. Was, I don't believe that any were side chicks because... There was no... There was no main. Yeah. Right. Well, you you, you know what I you mean. Know, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the jump off, the, the, yeah. the, the you know... In Susan's the, mind, the they were more than... Yeah. Susan had a different idea of what they were. Communicate, but, girl. Well, if you if you want to hear more about that, just go to Please? last week when or we what? went no, in. Susan, no, Susan. No, Susan, just communicate, girl. Man with girl. the shade. Um, <laughs> okay, so more of the debate um, before we move on from the debate. Uh, so I put Melly still on her own. When she was doing the women are not their husband's keepers, but what like we saw, Susan stole the moment when she went into her whole story. She did and her, her, her lies. I just think, uh, yeah, we know it's like, but I, I think it was a, a really great moment for her. And you know, like I said, regardless of, I believe that she did speak later, and hopefully she did better in the debate. But regardless of that fact, that moment alone, that's the moment that everybody will be talking about the next day. So, but I get what you're saying, Bim. That doesn't make you the winner, but. Yeah for the show you know it is what it is and remember who said she won a debate it was Sally and Sally's rooting for her anyway so but, Sally's kind of biased <laughs> but, the, but the papers also the, sure yeah, yeah the papers had it and then yeah. they liked the, well Ross boss yeah and then she had that David moment so you know it, but it's easy for the papers and the media to say that she's the clear winner because there's more to talk about like you, even if there's somebody else who made some valid points with that story alone, that's like a that's a piece that people want to read. People love a hero you know what story. I mean? Yeah, they do. So it's just easier for them to sell that story. Um, okay, so let's go to let's go to Susan. Susan, um, Olivia got this information from Alex Vargas, and we didn't know it was an envelope. And we said that maybe we thought that it was bogus and it was something fake or whatever it was, um, blank piece of paper, all this different stuff. So we find out that what's on the document <clears throat> is that Susan. Um, was never married. They went to the Justice of Peace, OPA did, and they couldn't find the marriage certificate, so she was never actually married. First, they went to see if she had any veterans benefits to prove she was a thief by getting money from the government. Then they found out that Casey actually isn't uh, fathered by her pretend husband. Mm-hmm. It was a complicated story. Like, yeah. I mean, not complicated, but like, I understand why she wouldn't want to tell the public that because if you hear all that, you're like, what? God damn, is this a, <laughs> this a soap opera? <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's when it went downhill for Olivia because we all knew it was going to be bad when um, Melly was sitting in the chair looking all sad and Olivia says, you know, we're going to get you in the office hell or high water. Done. Mm-hmm. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh God. White hat got doodle on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you please tweet that the white hat got doo doo on it I can't I can't but like I don't know so then we just had the downfall of Liv so okay so well since you said that we're gonna speak about Susan I'll just say this really quick um, I was bummed at the writing for Susan's backstory for us to believe that she's this just very nice, good, honest lady, and then she's hiding the secret. It made me not like her. But Why? That's because um, she's a liar. But are, isn't everybody in politics a liar? Not, not a uh, saved and sanctified uh, Susan Ross. But she doesn't really claim to be saved and sanctified. I just, I had, I didn't know, I didn't have another word to choose besides no, no, saved and sanctified. But she came off as this, like she's for the people, and because she's so forthright and and she's so honest, to me that wouldn't seem like that was a big deal. But I will give her props for her becoming vice president, and nobody found that information. 
Yeah. That's I mean I give you props true. on that. Well, this is my thing though. Could Susan, as a female candidate in any arena, where whether it's the Senate, the House, Vice Presidency, Presidency, could she say something that truthful to people? Even when Fitz was giving her that pep talk at the end, in the back of my mind, I was like, she can't do that. This isn't the same race that a man can run versus a woman. She cannot say, yes, I had an affair or, or I have a baby daddy. Now he's in drugs because he got popped for selling dope. And I'm sorry. And this man wasn't my husband, but I've been telling y'all this for years. She can't do that. She could not be, have been honest. I believe in my heart of hearts, she could not have lived and stood in her truth and been elected to any type of office as a woman, no. So I don't believe it. Okay, and she I, had to lie. And I get that. But when Fitz when Fitz confronted her and said, you know, how do you want to tell the story? If she would have said what you said, then I would have been like, okay, I get it. But the fact that she was still like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. She needed to say what you writers, you hear that? That's what that's what she should have said. I, I, well, but on the flip, like, if... <laughs> The problem is, just think about what Melly said earlier when she talked about, uh, like, how she can't be separated from her husband. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not my husband. So, with Sally, not Sally, with Susan, as soon as that story came out, you wouldn't be able to separate. Like, the public wouldn't be able to separate that story. So, I'm with, I don't think there would be any way for them to... She erase that she, and she I don't think she would be able to come back from it there's nothing she could say I don't think so because once that information comes out then you become tabloid father like it, it, it's not no there's already enough people in this country who are racist and biggest and then the people who cannot <laughs> possibly imagine or fathom having a female president so those people are already struggling then you have people who are kind of on board with them then as soon as that information comes out they're like oh hell no then so, she's single and dating and so then uh, that's another story then yeah. now she there's three men in her life god forbid that you date three men in your life and it doesn't matter how clean she was or how much she cares about the country or she's the most qualified candidate it it, it even think about the fact. Remember, right after, um, right after the debate, when the headline was about her winning the debate, it was pictures of her and David. Yeah. Like even with that, so I don't know. I don't think she could get away from it. But I will say, um, just quickly about Ronnie. So remember, Olivia went to the jail. Mm -hmm. Olivia started off, you know, kind of playing it nice and coy, and then when she went back. Right, like, like when right. she went back, I was like, "Bitch, sit down!" Like, what are you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't mean to call her a bitch, but that moment she was just out of control. Like, in the then way calm yourself. The way Huck you. was looking at her, like, like Huck was like, "Damn, you worse than me right now." Like, <laughs> so in that moment, there was just I just had a, a lot of problems with it. And then when she started talking about the contraband she could plant, she said, "Quinn, Quinn," like. Like Olivia, Olivia, yes, Lord, Olivia turned into uh, Tony Soprano out here. Seriously, like, girl, bye. <laughs> like Ronnie looks scared to death. Poor Ronnie. I'll say this about Ronnie, or let me say this about Susan. Susan must got some good stuff because her men stay loyal. That's true. Oh yo, for, for, like, yo, he is in. He was in jail for almost that's eleven true, years, true, and he's not going to rat out because she's a good person. And then David. After, but I she's will got, say, she I, got the good, good. Okay, okay, she might have the good, good. good but I will good. say, I will <laughs> say, it it will be different for me if I was in jail because of something that Susan did, and I didn't rat her out. But if I was in jail for something of my own doing, then I can't. Like what I'm was not he in gonna, jail for again. Selling dope, I think. Yeah, so it's nothing that Susan did. And if you know that Susan's trying to run for president, like I'm, I'm sorry. I if he he seemed like a good, simple guy. 
and he was just caught selling drugs. I don't think that he really wants to hurt her. Interesting. A white guy goes to jail for 11 years if he's selling drugs. No, it's a, it's a, few, a couple in there. No, I will say this. Poor Ronnie, one. Two, he also didn't snitch. They said that when he got arrested, they offered him a plea deal and he didn't snitch on yeah. the person that he could have snitched Ronnie on to get less of time. So he's just a stand-up, old-school, keep your mouth shut. If you take the fall, I'm taking the fall. We need a meme, uh, hashtag good guy Ronnie meme. Oh, Ronnie. But then again, you put someone like that in a situation where you it's either snitch on the person that you care about or get be in jail for an extra 20 years. You know, like, Olivia, I, I yeah. didn't like that. Olivia, come on. For Melly, and I wrote in my notes. Now, I have no problem with Melly and the show running for president. I have no problem. I think she's a smart woman. Maybe they'll make her uh, the candidate, the, the eventual nominee. Maybe they won't. But I don't have a problem with that. But my point is, Olivia is doing all of this for Melly? Melly Grant. Like, all of this, she is turning back into this 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 dark person, going like getting in the trenches, doing all this. I, I see she did that for Fitz because she seemed to really believe in him, and they all did. And that little the people at the table who set it up so he can win defiance. Mm-hmm. But do you feel that same way about Melly? I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think it's for Melly though. I think it's for her. It's for her. To and do what? It's because right now she has so much pride invested in this because it's not Melly that she's worried about. Remember, Fitz is aligned with Susan. True. So she's trying to get back at him. Then her father is now aligned with Papa Pope plus Jake. So it's yeah. just for her, it's way more than just trying to win for Melly. She's trying to win to prove a point. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Olivia Pope. I said, right. I'm not with I'm not with Jake anymore. I'm not with Fitz anymore. I don't need my daddy no more. <laughs> like, no, yeah, you can see her saying something like that. So, yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, but it wasn't a good look. And then, when actually, I had to save for later, but we're going to jump into Olivia and Fitz since we're talking about it. When <laughs> <laughs> when Quinn goes to Abby, first of all, I love how she brought the coffee. When mm-hmm. Quinn goes to Abby and she tells Abby what's going on and then we see Abby in the office and then they pan and we see one of the uh, Secret Service officers and then another and then we see Fitz. I think we all did like an eye roll. Just, just the moment. <laughs> well, I definitely didn't. And then he was petty as hell when he went into the office talking about something. I thought we were just visiting each other's offices now giving unwarranted advice. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> he had some good He had some good zingers. He did. He did have some good zingers. Nice. Let's keep it. What do you say? Let's keep it real? Let's let's keep it. I thought we were keeping it real or something like that. She said fire whoever told you <laughs> That, taught you to say that um i don't know that moment in the office like it's just i need olivia to and she it looks like at the end of the episode she started to listen but that's only after ronnie committed suicide poor ronnie <clears throat> that whole conversation with the uh, fits and live in their in her office you know how sometimes when um when a woman catches a man and then he goes after the girl and then the two girls, you know, one negative word becomes one thing and then they start fighting about something that is, has nothing to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. That's what that situation was with Fitz and Liv. They were going, what was supposed to be one topic, they went off on a tangent and then all of a sudden they just kept they just kept reading each other, trying to, you know, trying to up each other on something personal that had nothing to do with why he was really there. And so I was just like, okay, this is boring but I I didn't think it was boring though I was just I think I was just annoyed with Liv in the moment just from for what I we, what we were seeing in the episode I don't think it was necessarily them being in the room or whatever it was 
I will say I like that um, they had the conversation about defiance and had a conversation about how he thinks he's a victim. She doesn't think he was a victim. She doesn't think he should ever been in office. All that needs to mm-hmm. that needed to happen. Um, what? Yeah, it needed to happen, but not at that moment when they're already when their purpose is to up each other because they didn't. That wasn't a real conversation. But I think it needed to happen. Always though. goes though, yeah. you know. Like think about it. Me and Bam got in an argument, and I was like, "You'll never take the trash out." And Bam was like, "But you'll never say nothing to trash. You'll never ask me to take the trash out." And then they were like, "Hey, your mama's stupid." It's yeah. like you always yeah. throw. You're waiting to throw something <laughs> in, and you have to find. And end, even if it has nothing to do with the argument. I'm not saying your mama's super. I don't know the lady. <laughs> However, people do that. They always be like, now I can just throw something in. I always hated your mouth. And then I can't. It, that's what it seemed like. You got halitosis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it was good though because then it it helped play later because it was those things that were for Olivia. She needed to get that out, and for Fitz, he needed to hear it. But I think it was a reminder that. Um, you know they do need to play this clean and then with Ronnie's death that just solidified the fact that this isn't going to work if they continue to play dirty they can try it but it's going to get super messy and even with um with these two candidates they can try to play clean I don't know how long it's going to last because they're drinking their bourbon they're trying to act like everything's okay but I don't I don't think that the clean act is going to last very long with these two I don't either because you know it, this is we're only dealing with Melly and Susan Ross yeah. where there's Hollis Doyle yeah exactly and then you got Ike on the other side with Edison if he make it alive yeah, and you have Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This is so the only two people playing it clean are Fitz and Olivia. At some point, may, well, maybe this pack is they're playing it clean with each other, and then they're gonna play dirty with everybody else. Maybe because there's no way, there's no way you can go up against Cyrus, Papa Pope, and who? who Hollis is, Doyle. And Hollis Doyle with clean? his billions of dollars. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Cyrus and the Vargas campaign. Um, Alex was looking good again this episode. First of all, um, he was. So with Vargas, we saw in the last episode that family trumps everything because Frankie will only listen to his brother, and he's pretty much has uh, Cyrus there as a prop. And oh, speaking of prop, sorry, <clears throat> before I forget. When Susan was doing the interview and she said, David, you're just a prop, that was a drop the mic <laughs> she, she moment. She killing David. That was, like, that was a stupid thing to say. Why? she was still mic'd. Oh. You right. Oh, well. That, but he is he is right with that one because you the thing Jesse, is... I'm just... You remember but what... But you know what, though? What? Think about it. Susan, America... Women love... Don't nobody like a damsel in distress. And if she is Mike, yes, they can spin it where this this relationship is a fraud, but they can spin it also where, yep, you a prop. I'm the boss. I am the boss. You are just a little boy toy. Stand right here, look pretty, and I'm going to keep doing me. Then she could do a commercial with um, Rick Ross and be like, Susan Ross, the boss, vote for me. Huh? I can't. All right, so seriously, back to Vargas. Um, So when Vargas uh, got the information from Liv, I liked the banter that Liv and Vargas had um, on the steps when mm-hmm. they were talking. And he was saying, she was like, I need more information. You didn't give me this. And he's like, oh, you mean the baby daddy? That you didn't? And then she gave him the information about um, the head nurse who was at the facility. The twist was 
all of Liv's stuff worked out until Ronnie committed suicide. But then with Vargas, they leaked the information. Frankie made his comments um, or lack thereof. And then it came out from the head nurse directly saying he was never in this facility. That's horrible that they would try to damage somebody's name. I feel sorry for the family. He was like, <laughs> did, somebody say, <laughs> did, did you even know him or something <laughs> like that? Um, so when he went back to um, when he went back to the offices, um, Frankie Vargas's offices, and then Frankie was dismissing him. I was like, damn. And I don't know if you guys were thinking this. I thought that Papa Pope did it. Because remember, and we're going to talk about Papa Pope and that conversation that he had with Edison. I thought that after that conversation, we said, I'm going to handle it. I thought that Papa Pope did it. And then we found out at the end of the episode that Cyrus did it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I Cyrus still got it. I definitely thought, yeah, he still got it right. I definitely thought it was it was Papa Pope because, you know, he was like, you stay over here. He cussed Edison out and we'll get to that. He read him for filth. <laughs> but... I was pleased that it was Cyrus and Cyrus yeah. got to it. I was like, yeah. Because, you know, Cyrus was... He was starting to look weak. He was starting to look a little simp. And Cyrus, if anybody... If you can go toe-to-toe with anybody, you gonna, t- Cyrus is going to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. And I started to feel bad. Or, or Even I wrote in my notes, Cyrus should step down, let um, Frankie's brother ruin it, and then come back in. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is stupid. This yeah. is getting dumb. You being this little puppet and, and you being out the loop. I... um. I didn't think that it would be Cyrus, but at the same time, for some reason, I didn't think that it would be Papa Pope. Um, or actually, maybe I, I did maybe think uh, a little more towards Cyrus because there was just a couple of of, of little uh, balls that were dropped. Well, you know, when he called him old school, like, I think in this episode, Cyrus played his cards in the sense where... <clears throat> He didn't be the aggressive person that he normally does. He realized that he's dealing with an old, with the younger dude, new school versus old school, mm-hmm. and I think he took that to his advantage. So he was like, he just kind of watched him a little bit and and so forth, and he just kind of watched from afar. And then, you know, when I saw Tom, I was like, okay, they're up to something. Yeah, well, you Cyrus know, Cyrus and Tom up to something for real, though, yeah, behind right? the scenes. I think personally, um, because I always keep going back and forth, back and forth with this uh, relationship, but I think I somehow think Tom is is doing something against Cyrus, and maybe it's for Papa Pope. Like I, feel, I would believe that because Papa, remember they were uh, no. in cahoots with each other. Yeah, so I, I think. I think Tom, whatever he's doing, I think it's a. I think he's playing Cyrus. But what interest does Papa Pope have in Cyrus right now? No, I'm just saying because if he, if Tom, if he can somehow, if he has, if Cyrus has Tom in his court and Papa Pope is still controlling Tom, then that can sabotage that campaign. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and that's all he needs because if if Frankie Vargas really is like the candidate that's going to be the Democratic nominee, mm-hmm. and then all he has to do is worry about his candidate Edison on the Republican side if he can get him through and sabotage everybody else well Edison's a Democrat yeah yep. he is mm-hmm. yep because remember he wasn't at the debate you're yeah. right you're right so, okay well in that case then then all he has to do is worry about getting Frank out of the way he can control Olivia because mess with her brain um Hollis I'm sure he has something on him and then Fitz and Lizzie Bear he can play them Lizzie He's not that good. Yeah, so that's why I think Tom is is on Ike's side. Because hmm. he's too... You can't... You know, he is a secret service. Yeah. So, you know, he's had tons of military experience. So for him to play like he is gay or like he's liking Cyrus, 
that's that's easy for him. And he was working with Papa Pope for a long time up yeah. until now. <clears throat> right. Because be even him working with Cyrus, it's like, how the hell y'all link up? True. Yeah. It's like, what, when y'all meet? Let's talk about Edison and Papa Pope and Jake in the kitchen eating fried chicken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him that fried chicken looked good. I really want to go but, to Ralph's now and get some fried chicken. But the way that he was eating that chicken, watching the whole entire thing go down... He, was, it looked hella succulent. Well, it was, <laughs> I mean, know, boy, it, he, it was, succulent. he was just tearing that chicken up just slowly. You can tell it was good. No, Ralph sells uh, like a eight-piece for like seven ninety nine. No, but you know who's better than Ralph's? Albertsons. Oh, that's true. But I don't have no Albertsons. Is there Albertsons near um, in the valley? Glendale. No, I can't be going all over to Glendale for no fried chicken. Um, but anyway, so this might have been one of my favorite monologues from Papa Pope ever. Like, the way he just shut Edison down. Poor Edison. Again, not saying, yes, Papa Pope is the most evil man <laughs> we know on yeah. this show. But you can't stand up to him. You look like a simp, a sucker MC when he was shutting you down. How you gonna be somebody's president? And Papa Pope, you picked Edison? That's your guy? That's your you know, guy? But remember, you know he picked him because he can control him. Yeah, but he... if So Edison, you my thing is, Papa, yeah, you can control him. But Edison might buckle under somebody else, too. Like, he didn't mm. seem very... When he got when he read him that way, I took it as yeah, Papa Pope can read anybody for filth. But out of everybody, Papa, you picked him. <clears throat> I don't know. I what, see, nobody else. I agree. He can buckle on somebody else, but after that, he he not gonna try. He Do not gonna try. Be a boss. Um. Okay. Well, I thought differently about the situation. What'd you say? What'd you think? I, I was like, I right, shut the fuck up. Somebody just shoot his <laughs> ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You, you know, just you know the, you know. First of all, he, he looks like uh, he looks like an old church deacon. Okay, let's just shut up. God damn, just shut the fuck up. Just shoot oh him and kill him. Damn, I just can't. Damn. I can't stand. You know. Oh my he god. Just, he runs his mouth. All he does is run his mouth. I just just shoot his ass. Wow. Just well, Edison him. ain't popping a cap in nobody. But you know what? But one thing that I. I that's how I, I really feel. I won't call Edison. <laughs> I won't call him a punk for what he did. But I, there was something in Edison's eyes where I felt that we're going to see a more different side. Well, he thought he was about to cry. To me. I thought he looked like a sucker MC. <laughs> and when he there was, was getting yeah. cussed out, I was like, "Oh, Edison's." He dumb. couldn't even speak. Yeah, he but, was like, "Well, maybe I'm just hoping." But for me, I felt like there was something. I see more to it. I see more to it. Um, with Edison, and I'm hoping that um, that he would, you know, get some balls and and go harder. Well, out again, Edison. Because no, there has to be a reason that they brought him back. I like. I'm hoping that there's more to it that he's not just going to just sucker out to Reverend Ike that soon and that quick. Well, everybody was. I mean, who wouldn't sucker out to him based on his character mm-hmm. and the power that he has had? Yeah, you. I mean, who wouldn't suck out? I let's quickly touch on how he said, "Don't you?" Ever, he said, "Keep my daughter's name out Watch of your mouth." Oh yeah, you better tell him, even though. Him and Olivia have the relationship, and I know I'm the one sometimes that's like, uh, like, you know, I'm back and forth with their relationship. He's right. At the end of the day, that's my daughter. And Edison, you're not going to be in my kitchen Mm -hmm. just saying what you want to say about my child. Shut your ass up before I pop you. 
And then Edison did look like he looked like he was wearing a pamper and then he just peed in it. Or something else. Die, Reverend. What uh remember in uh remember remember in a different world? Die! Just die! Just die! That's you remember what, that scene, remember. Diane Carroll? That's what Reverend I can die, do. I'm just sick of him. Die. I'm not sick of you, Reverend. Papa Pope. Rowan, I like that character. And when he said, should you ever be so unwise as to forget who the real boss is, Meridian Terrace will be the last of your words. I was like, oh, I love him. I love him. So hopefully he does not die. He can't die. He's a series regular now. He's not going to die, but I just, just shut up. Oh, my goodness, Ben. He gets on my nerves. (laughs) I can't. I can't stand preachers who love to preach long sermons. You know, we already been in church two hours, and then you're going to preach for another hour. That is true. That's why I love my dad. He kept it tight. <laughs> less than thirty minutes, unless it's like a special occasion. But less than thirty minutes. If we start church at eleven, we were for sure out by one at the latest. Mm. Oh, okay, that's that a church. Mm-hmm. It was United Methodist. But your dad, he mod like your dad is Emil's dad is he modern? Like he just I don't know. I love Emil's parents. I can't. Okay, so let's go into Melly, yo. So they finally gave Marcus something to do, y'all. Finally, he got something to do. He was mad about it though. He was mad about it. He hates Melly. Why I gotta go on the road? Why can't you send Quinn? Why can't you send Huck? I'm like, what if you don't shut up and just go? Just get well, on the flight. Well, at least he had a voice, you know. Yeah. Well, take it's a take the trip. Like, shut up, Marcus. What's he gonna do otherwise? Metal. Because don't nobody want your help at the office, apparently. And you, you gonna, you gonna uh, be the, you gonna goon? Like you gonna be the goon? Nope. No. Nope. So just go. And can't nobody else go. So when he, when we went on the road, we saw that uh, they went to Jimmy Kimmel. Nice cross promotion, ABC. What a shocker! <laughs> right. Um, they went to Jimmy Kimmel, and they're gonna have Melly read mean tweets. And they read one of the tweets. He's like, "Can we get meaner?" <clears throat> and what I love about this scene was. It was nice to finally see somebody besides Olivia talk to Melly the way she needs to be talked to. And it was nice because remember how we said, um, or I, I said like a couple weeks ago when Olivia went and talked to Fitz that mm-hmm. who else would be the right person to talk to him? I felt like in this situation, not saying he's necessarily the right person to talk to her, but just imagine if some random person from After Buzz came up to me that I don't know and told me how to host the show. And I was like, who are you? But if they had good points, I would listen because I'm like, who is this random? As opposed to if you guys said something and you sit next to me every week, I might listen, but I might not take it the same way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I loved how he spoke his mind, told her what she needed to hear. She could reflect on that. And then we went in for the cut in the second time. And he talked about the high <laughs> booty story. Yo, that high booty story stole the show. The... Hashtag high booty that stole the show. But it, it was good how he put a personal touch on it. And 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 then I liked, basically he was saying, Melly, everything ain't about you. Everybody got haters. Shut up. Jack, just relax. And, and if you're president, you got to deal with that. Like who? Exactly. Half the country will, will literally hate your guts. That's how it goes now. So, Melly, you mad about a couple people um, tweeting you and that no one likes me. They hate me. They hate everybody. Yeah. They hate everybody. So, I don't know what to tell you. And she's, you know, she's out of touch from the real world. She is. She's out of touch. She's completely out of touch. Because if she, if she knew... If she knew how it worked, mean tweets makes any celebrity likable. Whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh. 
which then makes me question because last week she was like, yeah, I know how much gas is. And, you know, it made it seem like, you know, she was very into what's what's going on. But when it comes to the other aspect of politics and so forth, and just take a look at what's going on now of how you have people that are literally fighting because, you know, someone decides to wear Donald Trump shirt. Like she should be more aware of what's going on as far as tweets and so forth. So to me, that seemed like Marcus said, she was very... Um, spoiled. That's her team, though. Because let's really think about it. Let's think about uh, Barack and Michelle. <clears throat> a lot of the times, you can tell people are telling them what's current. They're mm-hmm. not. They don't. They don't have time mm-hmm. to do it. So Melly should have had somebody on her staff, like a Marcus or whoever Olivia's team, to feed her this information because you they can't even have phones yeah they mm-hmm. just now started to be able to have phones to just be on twitter kicking it she wouldn't know she wouldn't know that and even if she did melly's personality wouldn't do that anyway so i blame olivia and them because quiet is kept well mark well no it's really olivia and melly there is she doesn't have does she have an assistant no she ain't got no she has nobody well, you're supposed to have uh, people working when you, you're a senator. You have a you have a little team. Hmm, where are they? Hmm. But what I didn't like about um what I didn't like about Melly and the Marcus storyline is the story dragged out too long. That's something like someone of Melly's caliber. When you get to when you because I've, I've I've done the Jimmy Kimmel show before, and so like when you when you do something like that, someone like her, you literally fly, you land, you get to, you get there, you do what you have to do. They wouldn't have her waiting around all day just to do mean tweets. So it's like, you know, it just it dragged on a little too long for me. It didn't seem like all day. I think it's just the way they edited it because she was in the hallway. They gave her the briefing. And then the next shot after he read her in the hallway, they were in the uh, makeup room. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just it it may have seemed longer just because it it, seemed longer only because the other scenes that we were seeing with other storylines had expanded throughout the day. So it it just it dragged a little too long for me. No, I see see what you mean with that. But um, hopefully... You know, hopefully we get some story with Marcus. I'm going to save, uh, I'll save what I'm going to say for predictions. Um, I think we covered everything. Can you guys think of anything we didn't? Mm, no, I mean, we... I think I think that's everything. And if we miss anything, then you know what to do. Yeah, Continue that fine. conversation online at, uh, I will say our Twitter, at Addie Mill and this junior. At Canelia. At Bam Erickson. Sorry, that was impromptu. Okay, let's go into the uh, cold piece of the week from Canelia. What was that? That's probably still sunny. Ah! Cold piece of the week for Scandal Episode 16 of Season 5 goes to hell. I don't know who the hell gets the damn cold (laughs) piece of the week. I could not think of someone I did not want to give to Papa Pope because... You know, he always reads someone for filth. I did not want to give it to Liv for being uh, the bad guy because I've given it to her before. And quite frankly, I just didn't know who to give it to. So y'all tell me who gets cold piece of the week for this episode. However, I do want to give cold piece at of the week one to Jake's Fried Chicken. Because I look, like I said, it looked hella succulent. I don't even eat meat. And I was like, that chicken looks really delicious. It just looks crisp, like fried to the crisp. Like it was it was juicy. The inside was done. You could tell it was like hot. You could. He heated it up. And then the second cold piece goes to Marcus's high booty. That thing poking. <laughs> he said it. I didn't. But now, if I bump into him on the street in real life, I'm going to look behind and be like, that thing is poking. 
Shout out to you, buddy. So let us know who you guys think Cold Peace and Cold Peace It of the week should be. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using hashtag Cold Peace and hashtag Cold Peace It. Uh, what was up? also funny about when he was talking about the high booty is how he then arched his butt yeah, and kind of threw it. it. Yeah. That thing poking. <laughs> Gotta see it. Can't talk about it, not be about it. Okay, um, let's go into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, I'll start with my, my quick prediction. Um, it's not really prediction, but it kind of is. Y'all remember... When we were introduced to Marcus after the lawn chair episode, you know, he was, when he was running for mayor, he was, got caught sleeping, or he was sleeping with. That white, that, that white, white lady. Because mm-hmm. they made it a thing. Mm-hmm. So he with Melly now. Melly got a high booty too. Oh, you think him and Melly, oh. I'm just oh, saying that could, that could be a potential storyline if they, if they play it right. So we'll see. Even if it's just a quick affair or a kiss or something. I don't know. I see something happening with that, especially now that he can make Melly <coughs> laugh and get her more likable side out. Melly may need to get... Think about it. Melly need to get some. True. That's why she's so high strung. She needs to get some. She hasn't been getting it for fits for years. She had a... What's his name? Andrew? Now he got a stroke. And yeah, he got a stroke. And so what? she ain't getting it from nowhere. The vibrator can only do so much. You, I think you probably... No, that's a good prediction. I know. I like that. And that thing poking. So, you know... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> my, my prediction. But, go, go ahead, man. <laughs> so, what is Melly gonna do? She gonna? What She's gonna get a little something. She gonna get something, and then she gonna be like, "Yeah." But, you, but you're talking about the butt, like as if. No, no. I'm just saying that you know he already like. Some women poke. like to grab a nice. He already dough. like you know yeah we yeah well we'll know if you turn around looking like a damn <laughs> box of Ziploc bags. Don't nobody want no flat back out here. That long back. Wait 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 wait. Cornelia say booty like you said. That booty. <laughs> that booty. Don't nobody want nobody with a long back. <laughs> She probably I I I I wouldn't mind that prediction. That would be that would be an interesting twist in the show. I my prediction is that Lizzie Bear will be out sooner than later. Mm. Um, what's her name? Susan is going to be hella tainted. Fitz is going to step up as the campaign manager, but he can't go on the road. But he's going to be officially try to be the one running the show. Hmm. Um, unless like somebody super gangster comes back and runs it like Leo, you know, whoever. But <clears throat> I miss Leo. It wasn't. It was a nice. I see him at the gym sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. You be seeing other? What's his name? Oh Who? boy. Who? From the other show. Oh yeah, I see him. He was there today. What other show? Good tell you, man. Yeah. Okay. He there all the time. That thing focus. I saw another. Um, well, I'll tell y'all. Okay. Too. Everybody be at my What's gym. What's your y'all. prediction, ma'am? There's a lot at your gym. Yeah. Um, um, I don't have a prediction. I just think that um, with the with this election coming up, I'm hoping that it's a good hot mess. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. I just I need it to be just messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. No, you're right. And I predict that next week. No, I'm not gonna say it. I'll say that for offline. Oh, I'll say for. I'm, let me just say this: not a prediction. I just hope next week is good. I, I've said this in the past. I don't yeah. like when they hype it up. I don't like that. Like I don't need you to say it's gonna be an oh my gosh moment because <laughs> that's like if you tell somebody, oh you gotta see that movie It's so good, then you go watch it, you have all these high expectations. Like it was all right. Well, mm-hmm. let me let me also just say this: if next week's episode does not live up. Okay, what bothered me about this is they 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 threw all prior episodes, like great episodes, all the great episodes, and then. All they said is, basically, Olivia's going to turn up next week. That's not a fucking preview. 
<laughs> it's not. It's not a preview. Well, maybe it's a good thing they didn't show us details and they just said it's going to be because I didn't I, look. I didn't really want to see details of the episode. I'm just saying I don't need you to tell me this is going to be a shocker. Because once you say that and there's no shocker, then people are going to be like, you keep lying to me. So hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, it will be a great episode. And yeah, I think Sophia will be back next week, right? Mm-hmm. OK. Yes. Um, all right, guys. So let's uh, go ahead and tell everybody where you can be found on social media and whatnot in life. And you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Canelia. I am now on Snapchat. Please follow hey. me at Canelia1. I'm also going to be performing at the Comedy Union on April 6th. Hey. I will be at Flappers Comedy Club on April 8th. Hey. I will be at Flappers again on April 22nd. Hey. And I will be at Ice House on April 23rd. Hit me okay. up online for ticket info. Um, and for me, you can find me at Emilinich Jr. on everything except Snapchat. You can find me at Emilinich Jr. 31. And if you need an extra shot of conversation, hit us up. Check out Happy Hour, a shot of conversation where we talk about all the latest topics and news. Um, quick question. Why is yours Cornelia 1? Because mine's 31 because I forgot my password. Well, I'm the one. only Cornelia, and it wouldn't let it ha- it forced me to put the 1. Really? Yes. Interesting. What do you mean that? Oh, I'm sorry. If you're if you're the only Cornelia. It said it was weak or something, some BS. How are you going to say your name weak? It says something where I was like, well. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, guys, make sure you follow us on social media. And like we said, wish Sophia a happy birthday or early birthday. I don't know if her birthday is actually. It's on the 1st. On the 1st. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's so make sure, make sure you tweet uh, Sophia a big, huge happy birthday and that you love her. And we'll see you guys same time, same place next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Hashtag high booty. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.